3D6 Down the Line. Hey everyone, welcome back to 3D6 Down the Line. This is episode 39 of the Halls of Ardenvul Mega Dungeon by Richard Barton using the old school essential system by Necrotic Gnome. My name is John, I am your referee for the evening, and going around the horn we have a full house starting with... Hi, I'm Mike. I play Gorand the Dwarf. <laughs> He's so plucky. <laughs> Rather pleased with himself. It's the thatch. It's the thatch. Uh, I, it is my thatch. I'm jealous. That's funny. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm David. I play on. We're the illusionist. Hi, <laughs> um, uh, I'm, I'm Matt. I play uh, Avaricius, the left hand of Lysion, with my new. Yeah, my new right. uh, name. Oh, wait, name what? Where did you get that? <laughs> I made it. I made it myself. The, that's the, that's the, amazing. Yeah, the, the merch team is pretty, a little slow, so I had to make my own. Dude, that dooms you to death. They're like, you <laughs> oh, are. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! For sure. <laughs> no, 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 no! I was. I wasn't gonna say it, but you know. I, I am the. I'm the left end of Lysion. It cannot mm-hmm. be done. He is, <laughs> I have his blessings. They follow me everywhere. We're we're good. Don't worry about. Pretty that. good. Uh, and I'm Ted. I'm playing Mortis J. Gobliano, and I got to tell you, I have no idea whether goblins have thatch or not. So <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't know what to do with that. Probably not. Definitively oh, yes. Make it so. Definitively yes. Oh, I love okay. it. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Speaking so and patchy. So we have a little bit of a what do you call it? A uh, uh, a, a weird break. A weird break in the episodes. Last week, I made a big boo-boo, and I completely forgot to just turn on Ted's recording channel because I had spent the previous day recording the Dolmenwood Deep Dive, which you should all go check out. How at down dare the you? I but I was a little bit too tired. I did not do my normal checks that I do before I hit record, and poor Ted uh, was never recorded, So, which is a real shame because we had a very fun episode. Um, but so what was normally going to be 39 last week, we're going to call 39 this week. And the lost episode will forever be known as 38A. Um, and uh, with that in mind, we're going to hand it over to the players here to give us a quick recap of what exactly happened in that episode. So take it away. Thank you, John. <laughs> Let me begin by saying that episode 38A was certainly a tour de force of creative energy, of acting <laughs> talent, and most especially of funny voices. It is a real damn shame that we lost that. There were a lot, a lot of funny, of funny voices. voices. Yes. Oh, bummer, so, man. Um, oh. If you Rick, oh, we're getting the we're getting the little video trick over Time Time's a wasting. Let's get through the recap. Let's get this story right. started. So if you will recall at the end of episode 38, we were at the cavern with the different heights of different there were many tunnels leading out of the cavern, and we had some very clever and complicated plans to go <laughs> through that tunnel. And uh, in classic Mike form, he said heck with it and went over the edge and walked through the tavern uh, cavern and went out the tunnel and and matt's already going to amend the story he did not say heck he said something much much okay. worse yeah that's true <laughs> i can't pronounce it in dorvish but it was bad but uh you know spontaneity and uh, uh adventure worked out for us it was great so we got through the caverns and we ended up in a very large cavern with a very large bear in it Thankfully, Avaricius had a silence spell handy, and lo and behold, 
we just walked out of there and uh, made our way back to the uh, Broken Head by way of following the river late at night. Managed to survive that. Got sandwiches, got sleep, stowed our jewels, swapped out some uh, uh, retainers. And then, Matt, you want to pick it up from there? All right. Okay. So we did a little bit of stuff at the Broken Head. Uh, Nothing too substantial, just kind of started some conversations. So one of the conversations that uh, we kind of just poked around a little bit because we weren't really sure as a team whether or not we wanted to do this or not, but we wanted to kind of get a feel from Kronos and Estelle after all the, you know, ups and downs with the W thing and the wind, you know, causing trouble at their place with the red W's and everything. We um, wanted to just kind of get set some feelers out whether or not they might or might not be interested in some kind of limited partnership with them, like some kind of investment to help them cover the extra security and, you know, extra, um, uh, you know, uh, things that they've been doing at the end. And, um, you know, we kind of set the groundwork there. They had to think about it, which kind of mirrored our own, uh, you know, our own hesitation. Maybe we want to, maybe we, we don't. You know, there are pluses and minuses to do it. So, you know, we just kind of opened that conversation. So we kind of gave them a low ball investment number that they were going to think about. They kind of implied that that was way too low. Um um, but, uh, you yeah, know, so we, we, we kind of left it at that to, to come back and discuss more. Ted? Well, and I, I think it's worth adding that Kronos had a very good question, which was, what are you going to do for me? Uh-huh. And I'm not sure we can actually answer that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Other, other than just cash. like, you know, like, you know, fronting some money to, you know, to, to, uh, uh, offset some of the expenses that they've been going through. We didn't have a lot to you know, on the table. So, you know, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we won't, we don't know. Um, uh, But the other thing that we noticed was like the five fingers were there. And I think Mike's going to talk about a conversation that he had, but um, we noticed that um, a couple of their members were actually gone. We don't know what they were sent out to do. Um, some kind of mission or something. We don't know for sure, but uh, who was it? Oh yeah. It was uh, Jenks. And uh, Hixonius the of the Glebe. That's right. Who um, great name. And a few of the and a few of the uh, uh, Windark mer- mercenaries also have been like sent off to go do something, and we don't know what that is. Okay. Do we know? Now sent I will, off by whom? Or uh, no, we do not. We it think by he, Roger, though. We think uh, by pro- Roger. Probably Roger. The uh, uh, Estelle and Kronos had been asking around, like they even asked. Um, uh, Sam and Lisbeth, who had been like our guards, they had given them some opportunities to go and um, actually kidnap uh, one of the goblins from down below to question question them about um, you know what's what's been going on with the wind and the W and all that stuff. Uh, we tried to sell um, uh, Codswallop and Mort to them for this, but it did not work. No. <laughs> and, and just to matt we should just kind of go over some of the things we asked chronos for oh number sure. one number one we wanted our own room with free room and board whenever we wanted number two we wanted him to spy on other adventuring parties which to his credit he was basically like really uncomfortable doing right number three we wanted to be able to build a vault our own secure room in the basement 
um, so that we would have a dumping spot for our massive amounts of gold that we're trying to pull out of there. And we wanted to put in, um, we wanted to put in like more defenses, like palisades and stuff like that. And then the thing that I'm really, really hot on that um, I don't know if anyone else thinks it's as cool as I do, but we know that Estelle has some sort of deal with the dragon, uh, Krusty Onyx, Crust, Crust. <laughs> Crusty the clown. Forget about it. You know, anyway, and um, I wanted Estelle <laughs> to tell us what the deal is with that because at some point I feel like anything that we try to accomplish um on the surface level of Arden Vool is gonna come up against that thing. And um and so again, Kronos was just basically kind of like, mm, no, I don't really want to. So I think we got to come up with more cash and make it worthwhile, make make it worth their while. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that I was trying to do is obviously um, Atticus, you know, fell Hi. to the horror, horrors of the of the dungeon, and um, I'm minus a henchman. <laughs> so I was trying to recruit one of uh, Roger Rapier's five fingers of destiny. I actually wanted the sixth finger. Um, that weird wizard with like the missing the eye who has the, the eye patch with the eye painted on it, or Adelrod. is it just a is it a tattoo over his eyeball? It's a tattoo. Like, yeah. It was oh, a skull, dude. I think, right? No, he has the skull yeah. cap. It's a skull. And, um, the tattoo is a skull. Yeah. And so um I went and I tried chatting him up with my eight charisma, and he needless to say was not very interested <laughs> in working for me. However, one thing that, you know, like I, I, I mentioned that we had a lot of money, probably a mistake, David, shut up. Um, but the one thing that I was um, that he was very interested in was when I told him that we may have come across a large library of spell books um, and that if you were willing to enlist with us, I knew David's face was going to do that. (laughs) We told him where they were and that they were safe. Don't worry, David. He thinks they're in Gosterwick. David had to walk away. Oh, my God. He thinks they're in Gosterwick, David. I'm telling you, man. I'm retired. I'm announcing my retirement from three to six down the line. Uh, It's been been a real ride, everybody. David, he loved them. We showed them to him. He thought they were great. Yeah, we let him take notes. I I want you to know that now that he knows that, I will kill him in his sleep. And you can't can't minge and whine about me murdering someone (laughs) because it's your fault. (laughs) You killed him. I didn't. I'm just a boy. <laughs> wow. Well, anyway, so David, anyway, I mentioned that we had a large library of arcane material that we couldn't really use. That seemed to pique his interest. I did tell him that they were in Gosterwick, though. And, and then he killed this guy now, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you. I'm just giving you subplots, David. I, 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 you know what, Mike? I love it. I love it. It's great. It's great material. <laughs> All right. So, what happened after the conversation? What happened the next morning? Basically, oh yeah, what happened? We went. Well, we went. Ten. We went back to the tunnels, and we went in through the uh, gladiatorial school, and um, basically, oh, this was a good bit. We made our way back to um, the sort of triangular cavern and followed the tunnel. Oh. Ah, wait, I got ahead of myself. We got up to the, the corner there where it says no, and we heard giant rats. And they were, you know, 100 so feet away from us. Um, and uh, so so Mort snuck ahead a little bit uh, until he was out of the lantern light and was trying to get a count of the rats using infravision. And um, <clears throat> so... And this was, I've never seen this happen. John rolled a uh, monster reaction roll and rolled a 12, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. 
And so he decided that they were like either very intimidated by Mort or more likely, eh, and just decided to leave. <laughs> so they went north and we went right where they'd been guarding the, the tunnel. And then we went on a, what, two, 300 feet or so. We can hear or smell more rats, but now we are at the entrance to a, where the corridor is widening into a very large cavern. We haven't really explored it yet. And I believe that's where we'll begin uh, in media res, as they say. Indeed. All right, well done. So, all right, so let's get uh, the situation right now. It is the 30th of Lagarios. So it is the very last day of the month, for one thing. It is about 10.50 in the morning. Um, and so it's almost 11 a.m. And yes, you are in the corridor to the southeast, as you can see on the map there, where, uh, and just a little quick correction, the it's a, still a corridor. It just happens to be widening, but it does not look like, at least as far as your light is showing, that it's opening up into a larger cavern. It's just that the corridor itself is wider. Okay. Um, and you have with you right now Yost and Elizabeth and Njal are your three retainers, Sam and... Codswallop are back at the room, um, and Onweir magically appears with you. And I need to know what the spells are for both Avaricios and Onweir, so we can get reminded here. Have you go? Oh, <laughs> mm -hmm. you go, enlarge, you go enlarge, reduce. <laughs> uh, David, do you want to go? Go ahead. Uh, one note from, uh, because I believe I used the improved Phantasmal Force to disguise the room the last time we were in it. Not that it mattered much with the scent, but uh, big difference between improved and regular that I missed on the first read is that it remains for two rounds after the concentration is broken. So if I use yeah. imp improved Phantasmal, it's it's worthwhile for that reason. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, um, so, uh, in terms of what's memorized, I'm going to go ahead and memorize uh, 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 Chromatic Orb. I'm going to memorize uh, Cleophalus' Look Away spell, mm -hmm. and I'm going to memorize uh, Brain Full of Spiders and Improved Phantasmal Force. Actually, cool. let me. Awesome. I, I might have. Hold on, one sorry. I, I'm actually going to do. Sorry, I confused the two. I'm going to memorize the Bracteris effect, not Cleophalus. Okay, cool. Awesome. Avaricios? Okay, Avaricios has uh, Cure Light Wounds prepared two times in case we get into trouble. And as his level two spells, he's bringing Hold, Whoa. Oh. He's bringing, uh, right. hold, hold Person and he's bringing Silence. Okay. Uh, Lisbeth also has uh, as a uh, level one Druid, uh, she can also bring a spell. And uh, yeah, she's going to bring Fairy Fire. Fairy Fire, right on. Ooh. Okay, cool. So... Uh, I forgot to mention. Yeah, Mike. Sorry, I wanted to see if David wanted to recharge that wand of cone of cold with some of the arcanum. Because oh, I do not. That's a that's silly, David. I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've, I've I've used I've used one charge. You have no idea how many charges are left. No, but I know the arcanum is expended if I use it, and it is the most valuable arcane consumable I have. Basically, wand is the most. No, I got to agree no. with Mike. But you're the wizard. The item that allows me to recharge all of my spell slots or any wand I find is definitely more valuable than per... one wand. Isn't it one spell slot? 
for uh, one dose of Arcanum? I thought it was recover one spell. It could be one spell, but but when when I have level four spells, that's going to be more useful. You, you get my point, right? Like, yeah, I hear you. I mean, yeah, I, I am. as a, uh, a goblin military tactician, however, I have to agree with the dwarf's assessment of this uh, tactical usage of the wand. Uh, I think it is knowing you have six to eight extra charges is better than not knowing how many charges you have left and pulling it out oh. and discovering it's zero. Um, hallway full of monkeys bro hallway full of monkeys how, how about this why don't i bring one of them with me that is a why don't you bring one of you with you in the wand Whoa. <laughs> I'm, telling you, I'm telling you right now as the the mage who knows what this is and you have no concept of what this thing even is <laughs> as a dwarf i'm well i'm not using it on i've only used one Unless every single charge, but the last one was expended on this wand, which is possible, but very spiteful on the part of the design, I would, I would inevitably at least have one more charge on it. It, it is yes. a decent, decent compromise if David just brings it with him or Onward does. Uh, it only takes yeah. a single action in combat to yeah. actually use it. Use it. It's not like a turn okay. long, turn long thing. He just has to get it out. Okay. But yeah, and, um, and worst good, case, don't worry, we're good, baby. Like worst case, if if the charge in the wand right now is the last one. And he used it; it would what turn into dust or something and be yeah, dead forever. So basically, the wand is no longer a magic wand. Is that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it loses it all together. It's dead forever. It's dead. The wand. I did. I did not realize that was the yeah. case. So, so the gamble. Mm-hmm. So the gamble here is: you think that there were more than two. You used one, and so you're. The gamble is: you're sure it's not the last one that's in. The I can almost guarantee you, David, that an item that powerful. There is no way it has like 15 charges on it. Oh, I don't gonna... think there's 15. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to look really silly when you try to battleship Yamato that the next, you know, hallway full of monkeys and you, <laughs> and you got no bullets in the chamber, bro. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, no, I got you. I got you. I'm bringing the Arcanum right. with me. Okay. We've David, made our pitch. Yeah. I, David's mind I is set. Like so to... let's move on there. Well, yes, yes, I, did. David does not know that we did taste test some potions. I do we not. have a, the the we picked up three potions from the storage room under the gladiatorial school. Yeah, in the in the, with the treasure, right? Yeah, and one of them we think might be animal friendship or something like it. One of them we think is heroism, and I don't remember what the third one was. Oh, strength uh, or something. Uh, potion of strength. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Heroism, okay. friendship, right. and strength. Yeah. Th- okay. To coin it on, we're there is no potion of strength. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, and uh, this is, uh, I, I should have said this at the top of the episode, but I just wanted to make it known to you guys. I, I don't know if you guys are aware, but also to the audience out there that this week is the one-year anniversary of the Ardenvul campaign. We oh recorded our, I looked at it, we recorded our session zero of Ardenvul back on August 22nd of 2022. So, wow. We are technically 40 episodes in uh, for 52 weeks of gaming, which I think is a pretty good track record for a group of middle-aged guys playing D&D. Who all have other <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> is, it, is it just me, or does it also not seem that long? Right? No, like, it does not. Yeah. I think it's believe it's a year. Yeah, we're just, uh, getting, how many, just well, getting I guess I'm going to ask this in the detox, but I want to know how many subs we had a year ago. I don't know. Yeah. We we get we uh, we made a name for ourselves with Dolmawood, I think. So yeah, we did. We were doing okay. All right. So uh, that Time little note about the channel uh, away. Let's get back into it. So 
one thing I want to make clear as we go down into media res, first of all, uh, we sort of talked about the discord, but I want to make sure that the audience is aware as well that time is an issue. We had a large argument about this. We'll call it a discussion <laughs> on discord. The fact that um, how much time has passed since Isocritus was assassinated and what you are at right now. And I want to make it very clear to all of you that it has been six days since that has occurred. All right. Um, okay. and you know that Isocritus's body in that library was, I can guarantee you, was found sometime within those six days. And then you have to ask yourself, what oh. would Garalad have done in response to finding Isocritus's body? After you had also heard them discuss that they had um, deduced that it was you specifically that had infiltrated their level. Um, and we do not know who is high who hired them for their their dirty deeds what faction and and what scale of power that faction may have what influence the oh, hired garlite you mean we now, know isocritus was in communication with someone on uh, top side right, and was right. infamous or famous rather worldwide for his skills so for him to be doing such a specific amount of research in that location on on the dungeon probably has some affiliation with one of the major factions no, in Gosteric. To clear guess. that up, you you know for a fact who mm -hmm. Isocritus, at least one of the people that Isocritus was working for, was a Lady Alexia. That was the Lady No, one hundred percent. Yes, yes. That was told to you. That was told to you by the Thesmothete that yeah. she specifically yes. wants to know about the regalia because she thinks that she can claim yes the uh, the 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 Burdocks Valley from her half brother if she has that regalia. Which means the most powerful person in Gosterwick might be sending bounty hunters at us at any point. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Not when we give her a pile of jewelry worth like thirteen thousand gold. Sure, I love your optimism. Anyway, let's let's go kill let's go kill Garalad. <laughs> I think it's also worth saying that Garalad doesn't know who we're working for. He has no idea whether we're independent or you know Lady Alexia's arch enemy or something like that we he's he could be crapping himself because he thinks some big power is moving against him so I, might... I i not to quibble too much but i think it would be a far larger stretch to assume that a, a entrenched network faction assumes the new adventures that have been here for less than a month are deeply connected to anyone in town when they could verify that information almost immediately that it was not the case in other words, I don't think we should operate under the assumption in which we in which we have any leverage against Garalad yes. in this mean, regard. But... I think we are really, really weak and easy targets to any large players in this community because we have already exposed ourselves uh, as such. Right. That's a good point. Another another uh, point that I think that may have gotten lost in the shuffle from past sessions that you might want to keep in mind is that you you're pretty much convinced now. It's pretty been pretty clear to you that where you are now in these tunnels is definitely was a means of egress or entrance for Garalad, right? Like you're pretty sure right. that his, his presence has been known totally. here, right? Um, and you're counting on that to be important or something that you can use or something like that, right? Um, uh, you should also remember, though, that when you were prisoners down in Plunger Town, when you first met the NPCs for the very first time, each one of them was from a separate adventuring party that had mm -hmm. found their way in and were captured or found out on this level somehow, but they had different means of actually entering in. So you should just remember that Guelph was the one, the Guelph's one was the one that you guys have taken, the gladiatorial school, right? right? So that's the one that you took, but you you have people that are, well, You there are two people, Sam, who is alive, Tresty, who is dead. Sam, you should remember, and that you can talk to if you go back, 
uh, to the broken head. Mm -hmm. She found a crevice on the long stair up on the cliff with her adventuring party. She found, and this is what she told you, she found a crevice and Mm -hmm. she entered in on the side of the cliff face, found tunnels on that cliff face. It was attacked, her party was attacked by sand creatures of some sort. Baboons came in at the same time. There was chaos. She doesn't remember what happened. She was knocked unconscious and then she was captured by the baboons and she woke up in the prison. All right, so just keep that in mind. Tresty, who is dead, um, told you that her party had actually entered in from a cistern, an abandoned cistern far to the east, near a tower along the eastern wall where bar- where baboons could be heard cavorting inside. Mm-hmm. All right, so just keep in mind that there, you know for a fact that there are other ways to access this level that is not just the cave bear entrance and, and yeah. the gladiatorial school basement. Right. Yeah. So I, I just, had, I'm sorry. I just had one question for David. Did you yeah. want to bring Sam or did you not want to bring Sam? I was, I was unclear on that. Cause if you're going to show up, it's kind of your choice. Yeah. You can recon her if you want her. I'm going to, I'm going to leave her. Okay. <laughs> I may regret it, but I'm going to leave her. Yeah. So uh, we, we did talk about David that we didn't want to leave just one person behind to guard the treasure. Yeah. Yeah. My, main, my my biggest concern, especially given that like the other adventure parties at this inn are showing signs of like splitting and having other objectives, is that our, uh, in addition to the Garelad threat, our, especially if you just told the wizard that we have a stockade of gear, Mike, he said specifically we had stuff in Gosterwick. But they, but they've seen, but that same character saw us bring in an enormous amount, of, and we have guards. Get, all I'm I mean, saying, all one I'm, bag. Yeah, they saw us bring in one bag. Right? Anyway, okay, yeah. so it's so yeah, it's fine. Well, but, I, I, but, I, 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 I want guards. <laughs> Sam is back yeah, there, yeah, no, and I, I have given her whatever she, if she protects it on a on a theft attempt, I will reward her with whatever she asks. That's what I've told her. <laughs> okay, let's dive cool. down. You have Ted. I'm sorry, John. One John's of the things I know it's classic. Right? I'll get it out quick. So uh, we talked about maybe talking parlay with uh, and and influence on Garalad. We know his entrance and stuff. I'm kind of thinking from what John just said, like he he may be like, yeah, people get in all the time. You shut your pie holes, kind of thing. So we should just keep that in mind that I don't think we're going to have a lot of influence on him. Okay. 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 So now switching over to Albert. The party is right yes. here. We super are right there and loving right. it, John. I want you to know that. Yeah. So if we scan over for the audience here, they came in from this basement right here. Okay. And this is the second time that they've gone this route, but this is new territory that they're in right now. So um, once again, you have Elizabeth is carrying the lantern. Um, it is in the midst of its use right now, just so you're aware. And so there are one, two, three, there are eight of you right now total in these dark chambers. Now, as you said, as you were heading south, let me just check if you're on a slope or not. No, this is actually flat right here. So it's been flat since the triangle room. You can hear uh, rats, again, coming from down the southwest quarter behind you, right? Mm-hmm. Like squealing and all that stuff. There's a lot of giant rats that were that were uh, definitely coming, uh, heard from that direction. Um, the quarter however widens to basically 50 feet here so i guess yeah actually all told i would think when your light sort of blooms into that widened quarter that you would actually consider it a chamber mort um now you along this path 
all the way back to the triangle room has been relatively clear. Gorn has noticed of, of scree and stuff like that. There is mushrooms growing on the side. Otherwise it's completely dark. Don't, doesn't really smell anything more than just the normal dankness of the caverns. Uh, you do notice. Uh, yeah. So that, that's the deal. So uh, it widens here. What do you want to do? Sean, I wanted to say, because I remember um, from last time you had made uh, a similar description of this like larger area seeming more rough, possibly, uh, would it be realistic to in interpret that as maybe less traveled or at least more difficult to travel through this room? Okay, so I was wondering if I mentioned that. Yeah, so you, the, the, the off thing about this section here, looking forward, is that there does seem to be a relatively... Uh, a, a normal amount of scree in the midst of the room, right? Like Gorin has been able to sort of show you that because of foot traffic that it's, that's been stamped down or basically shoved to the side a little bit. But here it seems like the middle of the, if you just go straight down the middle of the, uh, the widened quarter that it's, it looks like there hasn't been any foot traffic, which is weird because right where you're standing, there's, there seems to be foot traffic. Guys. I, I really think that there's a secret entrance in that North South, like, that lasts 50 feet that we just passed. That would be like the perfect place to have something cut directly east. The stone is natural though, John, right? It's not, mm -hmm. or it's, is it worked? It's not worked. Yeah. It still have a secret door. Wait, it's so true. let me get this straight. This bit here appears to have foot traffic, but the last 200 feet did not. Is that what you're saying? Uh, where you are now has foot traffic. And, and where you came from, but then ahead of you, that appears to be ahead like, of yeah, mm -hmm. in the wide yeah, part of the that's, that's that's what I was thinking. Like, then, Matt. yeah, maybe somewhere in here, there might be like some kind of secret entrance or I don't know, collapsible wall or maybe something above, roll a rock out of the way. I'm not sure, yeah, but well, it, the it obvious, seems like it might be worth looking. And the obvious place to look is where that scree changes. Unless someone's actively like hiding their tracks by backtracking and creating foot traffic and then going where they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Like if you come out of the secret door, that's where your footprints start. You follow? Yeah. So if you're changing the scree in both directions, that's extra effort, which is not impossible, but that's all I'm saying. I so, so John, kind of riffing off of what Ted's saying, are there any additional scuff marks in the dirt or in the floor that would show where something slides um, repeatedly, like like looking for like where uh, if there's a, a, a secret door that's worked to look like natural stone, it would scrape across the floor. Is there anything that looks like that either on the floor or the ceiling? Um, are you looking ahead of you or are you looking like right where you are? Right where kind of like where the, the cleared area of the scree terminates, like somewhere in that area. Okay, so like, Gorn, I'm going to say feet direction from that kind of thing. Or... Gorn, because you asked and you're a dwarf, uh, I'll say that you can spot. Uh, you don't see what indicates like like an arc or anything like that through scree. Once again, the scree is just really basic. I'm just talking about right. little bits of rock. Um, but with your trained eye, Gorn, you can see that there is a very narrow uh, scree-free. Uh, section that is basically hugs the northern wall as it uh, dives southeast. So, like, um, like a so lot here, as if, 
Guys, as if somebody is walking around a pit trap or something or like that. that. Yeah. 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 Okay, John, I'm going to get down on my hands and knees. Mm-hmm. And I'm right. going to reach out with my spear ahead of me, and I'm going to kind of jab the floor where that scree area is okay. and see if I can f- detect some sort of pit trap. All so right, you go so- in head first, then, is what you're saying? Well, I'm going to go on my tummy so that, like, I don't teeter into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah I follow Yep. So you do, you do, like, a little crawl on your belly forward. Yeah. Like jab the spear crawls. down. Yeah. All right. And lo and behold, when you press your spear down, what appears to have been a canvas that was camouflaged Mm. and painted to look like rock collapses under the weight of your spear and yanks down a large section of uh, floor. Like the the canvas like falls into something. And you can hear like a flat. Nicely Or Matt, Matt spotted it. Good job. Matt noticed that part there. Yeah. Made us look well right, done. That's awesome well job. done. It, it appears to have been the, a uh, pit. Well, the, first of all, the pit appears to be professionally dug and it's a, it's relatively, um, you know, but it, it is approximately about 15 feet by 15 feet square. Quite okay. large. Okay. You can see beyond, I mean, you can see beyond that's the, that the, um, uh, at the very limit of Lisbeth's, lantern that there is still you know wide corridor there's still like scree over top the middle there as well you know but um but you have definitely uncovered a pit trap and looking over the edge it's dark of course um you don't see any uh, heat signatures from your dark vision um but that it also appears to be about 15 feet deep cool i want to know who professionally digs pit traps <laughs> paul Hoblins. yeah, yeah. Paul, the professional um, pit trap digger. Yeah, that makes can sense. We, uh, can we get a lighting on that? He's a good, he's a good guy, some... you know. Yeah, let's can look get... in the pit. Yeah, let's there look at the pit. Like pass, yeah, pass up the pass up the light to look down. Yeah, so you look down, and it doesn't appear. To, there's no like punji sticks or anything like that, and there's no corpses, or and does not appear to be anything shining down there. It looks to be just a uh, like a just a is, you know a, a you know a roughly dug pit. Is that because it's or, now covered by the canvas? It's not totally covered. But no, the canvas is sort of bunched up on the ground just from where it fell. Okay. Okay. Do yeah. we want to rope down there since there aren't punchies and just make sure there isn't some other means of egress? It's kind of weird that there's nothing but just a just a hole down there, right? Well, it's a fifteen no, well, foot drop. A little bit it, weird. It tells for... to me it, it tells me that like probably Garolad or whatever uses this as a as a like adventure snagger. And he That's wants fair. to capture them alive so he can like find out what they know. That's yeah. fair. That's and fair. feed them to baboons. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and John, so how wide is the walkway next to it? It's about three foot wide. Is it so, safe enough for us to traverse? Yes, it is. Three okay. feet. Yeah. But you can see that so, the edge of the pit actually on the other side, like abuts the southern side. So you, the only path is along the northeast side there. So just kind of okay. keeping that in mind, I'm going to go first, John. Again, I'm going to kind of go on my hands and knees on that. On that, I'll sling my shield over my back, um, spear in one hand, and I'm going to look. I want to look for traps along that walkway. Mm. On the walkway itself, you know what I'm saying? the walkway itself to see if there's something else that might bonk you into the pit or poison arrows or something. Sure. No, the old, the old pusher, the old pusher bar. Exactly. <laughs> that'll, exactly. That'll, that'll take a turn to be thorough. Are you okay with that? I got a bad yeah, I'm okay with that. You guys okay with that? Yeah. We got, we got lamp oil. We're good. Don't mind me. Okay. 
Yeah, good one, guys. <laughs> My favorite words. Don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be fine is my second favorite word from John. <laughs> uh, I've always been partial to, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> no, no, no. The, the riskiest is always is, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so <laughs> you. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. You're, you're very careful. You're looking around and you're like, you know, you're, you're fairly sure that the, the walkway, at least in the northeastern thing, is, is safe. At okay. least at least to the edge of Elizabeth's um, lantern light. Okay. Right. Which we're, which we're remember here, I'm just sort of from meta wise, just ease of use that I'm saying I'm expanding lantern light to a 50 feet just so it, you can always determine that it's one square. Right. So at the edge of your map right there is what you're detecting as safe. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Let's, uh, let's keep I, going. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep going. So well done again, right. Matt. That was, that was really, no, and, no, and no I'm not going down the hole. Okay, so all of you are uh, hugging the northeastern wall and continuing past that point. Yes, yeah, that's correct. Okay, but I think we need to be on our guard now, guys. And um, John, let's um, be using the spear to tap aggressively the floor ahead of me. Yeah, go ahead, Ted. Uh, not to complicate things, but you know, if we leave that tarp down there, it's obvious we've been here. Maybe, but you got to think that a tarp probably falls in every once in a while, right? Like rats, I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking that too. The rats, like, or or just maybe they didn't secure it correctly. Maybe one of the monkeys right. will get in trouble for not. Why don't, why don't you pull a chicken out and throw it down there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clarice, I haven't pulled anything out today. You know, you know what? I, you know what? I'm going to pull out. Um, you know, a, a, a ferret. We haven't had a ferret yet. It's got to be uh, something heavy enough to trigger the trap. Ah, yeah, he chewed it. He's feeling. He's gonna run around in there. They'll still figure it out. So you throw a ferret say, down there. Yeah, I give I give him like a little kiss. I'm like, you you're you going to do a good job. You go down there and you just like chill. And I let him go down. Okay, he goes down. He starts squeaking. It's not particularly loud, but he's not particularly happy to be down there. He's 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 trying <laughs> to scrabble back up after a little while. Um, I, I, I also reach, reach into the bag and I pull out a little toy for him to play with. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, love I don't want them to be bored. I'm not the monster. All right. Yeah, of of girl, ferret, ferret, ferret in the pit trap. Got it. Okay. So, Ted, are you ready to map? Oh, baby. Okay, Ted. So Bring it in. goes in that general direction for another square on that vector before sort of closing back up again to the original 12 foot wide width, right? Well Something done. Like and, that? And it, yep, and it and at that point, it actually uh, goes back to its normal width, and it starts to head directly east at a ninety degree angle. All right, um, as you kind of so. sidle around the side. However, uh, what is the uh, what's what's the marching order? Basically, well, I don't I don't have time for eight people marching order. It's going to take forever for you guys <laughs> to tell me that. You can um, just know that I'm in front, John. Who's in the back? And, who's in the back? That's all I, I want to know. I, me, Onweir, as uh, you. Um, as, uh, yeah, Ted, yeah, that's, that's basically right. It's fine. Okay. So as you sidle around the Northeastern side and Elizabeth's torch, actually that at that point, we'd be, be past another turn behind you on where you hear a scuttling sound that is not the ferret. And as you whip your head around into the darkness, you can see just by the by the by the back end of Lisbeth's lantern light, another canvas 
that you actually didn't walk over because you were huddling their northeastern wall that was directly in front of the one that you had tossed falls down and is replaced by two long spidery limbs that haul themselves out of a secondary pit hauling a gigantic bulbous abdomen past it as well with a head of dripping fangs and eight eyes as it pulls itself um, chittering out of the pit and rears itself above you are we talking child of ungoliant here i mean not that big but it is a giant okay okay big ass spider that pulls itself out of a secondary pit and it rears Um, itself up and attempts to destroy you I I would like it to not. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, is it is it is it right there with us? It it, it is, but it, that that's more. I did it more for dramatic effect because it's crawling up out of the darkness. So there's a chance that it actually surprises you. So I need you guys, one of you, to. Why don't we have Onward do it? Onward roll a d six. Don't roll a one or two. Yeah, man. <laughs> he looks nervous. He should. Oh, oh no! Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, God, can you got a retainer. Uh, Great roll. <laughs> that that was a two. In just in case anybody didn't get it. No, listen, you were told not to roll one or a two. Oh, All right, misheard. All right, can he have what, a re-roll since he obviously misheard you? What's your yeah. AC on? What's your AC on? <laughs> oh, baby, my AC is know. a a a healthy eleven. You gotta get good, bro. <laughs> All right. Oh. <clears throat> I roll? Okay, so it rears up and it it plunges down with its uh with one of its um uh arms try, uh, trying to like impale you, but you see it just at the right time and you scuttle back on all fours on when you're like, oh shit! It goes. It does the classic thing where the 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 foot comes down when it's like right between your legs, right? Just as your legs split open, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it, and it misses you. Uh, you can, uh, a, a sizzle of venom drips from its fang in front of you and uh, sizzles in the ground right next to its leg as well. It looks extremely venomous and very, very nasty. All right. Roll okay. for, uh, anyone casting spells? I am not going to cast a spell. Onward, do you want to move out of melee? You have to declare it. Uh, huh. Be, onward, before you it shouldn't be decide, a big thinking thing. Before you <laughs> yeah. one way or the other, I want you to know that Yost is wearing a periapt of proof against poison. So if that helps uh, your decision at all. I, I think, uh, uh, is the wand a spell declaration? No. So I'm going to not declare spells. I'm not going to move, but I'm going to test Mike's theory. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Right. Everyone, I need someone to roll for initiative. Please go. Uh, uh, David, I think this is your this is your baby. I got a five. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought that was David. <laughs> Want me to roll? David, are you rolling? Someone roll for initiative. Let's go. It's, it's coming. There it is. Okay. Two. Two. Okay. All right. It is going to attack on Weir again as it lunges down with its teeth. Here we go. I oh. hit. Okay. And it's going to do two points of damage. I need you to make Ooh. a save versus poison, please. You can make it with a plus two bonus. That's good for you. Let me see, death poison. I got a 
13. Okay, so I roll d20. Gotta find the d20. Where are you? There we go. Ooh, you got right. a plus two, and you get a plus two, so that makes it right. Yeah, it makes it thirteen. I have a, D, I have a thirteen. Yeah. Oh, so I you just eleven plus. You just made it then. All right, fantastic. <laughs> All right, so it uh, it strikes you, but it, uh, the poison does not enter your bloodstream, which is good. You're like you cry out in pain, um, and it is firmly. It's basically like Shellab over top Sam sort of environment right now, right? Like she, it's like just on top of Onweir, so it's like mm -hmm. all over him, just like dish, 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 like clashing on top of. Him. Um, that was its turn. Okay, uh, there's a 12 foot wide corridor, so you guys have no problem basically shuffling, uh, you know, to meet it. The you cannot get just so you're aware, you cannot get around behind it because its back is to the pit. Back right. is to the pit, mm -hmm. and you, um, but you, and so I would say like probably three people could be in melee with it. Onweir is one of those right now. Okay, go move. Uh, John, how is it bigger than like a dog? Is it bigger than a cow? Like, yeah, it's it's big. It's um, it's uh, it's about five feet long. So Ooh. like a cow, maybe. Yeah, cow size, sure. Sure. Right. Cool. Okay, guys, do, well, you, do we want to try to rush it into the pit? But I don't, yeah. I don't know. What, I don't even know what the mechanics are for that. John, I'm going to try it anyway. I'm going to put my shield up like this. I'm going to mm -hmm. put my spear out like this, mm -hmm. and I'm going to try and bull rush that big old spider right back into the pit. Yeah, you know what? I, okay. And I think if Nyal saw you making that move, he could jump into and like if they can, can they both try to push? Are you trying to attack oh. it with your bladed weapons, or are you trying to just push it? I was just going to push it. Okay. I just want to point out goblins have a really good poison save, as does Yost. So maybe Nial is not the person to push it in. A question, question as well for the group, to be quick. We're pushing a spider that can climb vertically into a pit with the yep. with, with what objective? Because it's going to land on its on its on its back with its legs waving in the air, and then we can rain death on it for like All a right. turn. Let's do it. All right. I can also use the wand, but if you don't want me to, okay. All right. All right. I'm going to use the wand. Right, I'm going right, to get in right. front of you in the wand. All right. All right. <laughs> that didn't okay. work out well for Neil last so time. I hear, I I hear I wouldn't do Gor that. Goran's moving into melee. Who's the other person moving into melee? Uh, Matt? You, I think all okay, the fighters. Go, no, go ahead with your two with people your, only. I need Goran and, and who else? Me and Yost. Yost. Goran and Yost. Okay, cool. Uh, they are moving in. It is now missile. That would be the time for the wand on where if you want to do it, you can super, you can and overrule now, everybody. Just, I, I'm going to hit him if I do, so I can no longer use the wand. Okay. Uh, okay, melee. Go, Goran. All right. Ha ha! That sucked. <laughs> AC, AC is 12. AC is 12 for the spider, just so you know. Uh, I got a 7. All right, so you attempt to push it but, back. But I but am it... not trying to attack it, right? I am just trying to... Yeah, that's, that's still it's still an attack. Okay. So you, uh, it basically it sits itself back on its legs, and you just you're not able to. It it has plenty of leverage. Um, however, it's followed up by Yost. Yost, using his spear crossways as like a bar to just like grab its legs and and trip it, it and push it into the pit. Any, any magical bonus of the spear does not apply in that case. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, there we go. Oh, oh. that's it. 
auto natural 20 from Yoast. Oh. I think that is very I want to be as cool as Yoast someday. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So Yoast, uh, what I'm going to say is because you got the critical hit, it's very easy to interpret. So you're not going to do any damage to it, but Yoast just right. basically storms up, puts all the weight of himself in the spear, um, takes advantage of the fact that it's distracted by Gorn, and you knock it over into the pit. It squeals as it, uh, as it, um, as it uh, hits the ground. I'm going to say that there is a one in six chance that it actually lands upright, which will allow it to get out much quicker. All right, I'm going to roll that right okay. now. Here we go. And it doesn't. It is upside down with its legs like, ah, ah, ah. it looks really gross. Amazing. Nice. Nicely done. Uh, yeah. And the rest of you who have not acted, you can do something if you like. Um, uh, are there any easily dislodged boulders? <laughs> unfortunately not. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think I'm going to, um, just have Avaricio swap out his mace for his, um, uh, for his sling. Okay. And I'll have, uh, Elizabeth take out her, take out her sling. She's going to set down the, um, lantern right. and take out a sling. You both take out your slings. Okay. On where you want to do anything. You don't have to. Okay. I don't have anything I can do. That's fine. All right. Uh, top of the round. Uh, spells. Nobody. Roll for initiative. Uh, no spell. Roll for initiative. I got a two. I'll roll. All right. Go ahead. Uh, yes. Three. Uh, three. Nicely done. Uh, okay. We do it. Uh, moves. I assume people all move up to the edge of the pit. Yes. I do not. <laughs> Onbeer does not. Okay. I move back. Towards the direction we haven't yet explored. <laughs> Very good. But the sling, the sling throwers, I assume, do go to the edge of the pit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Then it's melee. I mean, and then it's a missile. Missile weapons go. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, well, uh, Avrisho, so this this is going to make some noise. He's banking on the fact that maybe we're far enough away. All right. Um, and uh, so he's going to roll D20. Oh, that is a. That's a hit. Uh, 12 plus, uh, what's his? Uh, it's fine. AC is 12. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's a plus three to hit. Yeah, so he's got a 15 to hit. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is 1d8 plus two for damage. So he's going to roll that. Nice. That's a six. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Okay, so with uh, so it's a cacophony right here, first of all, because you are in a... Uh, you're in a corridor, right? So basically the echoes are going to shoot up and down. You have a ferret squealing. You have a spider squealing. You have a sling squealing. <laughs> and so it's just like a super loud, uh, just horrendous sound here. But as your stone hits the spider, it uh, it hits directly in a very vulnerable spot on its soft abdomen or something like that. And all of its legs like sort of curl around the wound as it squeals. And like you see a big gout of blood because it appears to have actually penetrated this the shell um and uh but it is still uh thrashing around on the ground trying to right itself but it looks like you nice. really really hurt it okay that, that was the intention all right and uh Lisseth will let loose with her uh quiet sling smart uh and she's not going to hit she rolled a six okay. uh plus zero so yeah that she plunks into the ground anyone else with melee weapons i mean uh, missile weapons Mike? Uh, not missile weapon, sorry. Okay. Now, <laughs> Mike Seeger. Uh, we're at spells, no spells, so melee. So let me ask you this, John. If I were to take my spear and put it like right between my legs and just pogo stick down on that spider, what, what would the impact be? 
<laughs> what do you think? Of? Well, you're going to take damage, no doubt. You could roll to a hit okay. though, and then then and then get an attack, but you can't do it this round because you that would have been part of your move. Landing uh, on the spider doesn't uh, uh, count as a cushion. No, no, unfortunately not. <laughs> oh, yeah. all right. Then I, what I, I, I would give you, is, I would give you oh. because you're not trying to hurt yourself. Obviously, I would give you like a one in six chance that you'd actually land correctly. But you know, okay. it's hard, right? I mean, you're jumping 15 feet down straight onto a spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, all right. So instead of that, then I'm going to ready as soon as that spider comes within range. I'll I'll try and stab it. Okay. So I'm basically not doing anything. You're bracing your spear, though. That's important. Yep. Okay. Uh, any there are no other melee attacks, right? So we it is the spider's turn. So it is going to use its action to uh, right itself, and then it's going to uh, crawl up and out, basically. So. It uh, it writes itself and it's like, and it comes right up at the top, and we'll call that the top of the round. Okay, so that is that. So no one's in melee yet, so we don't have to declare no spells though. Still, guys, right? Correct. Okay, cool. Roll for initiative. Go. I got it. Uh, okay, right. I got a three. You got yes. a five. All right, you guys win. So it comes right up, but you guys are totally ready to meet it as it crawls back over the edge. Moves first. Anyone want to move? Okay, okay, so, so we're not in. Fly behind me and let me ice this guy, dude. It's almost dead. Yeah, 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 I, I think want, he's really hurt. I want um, Mort to move up into melee, but other than that, I'd... yeah. And Avaricios and Lisbeth will move back since we yeah. are not in melee. We'll make room. Okay, cool. So it should be Gorand, um, Yost, and Mort in melee with the spider. Got it. All right. So unless you want to put y'all in there, Matt. Uh, is uh, is there room for four around him, John? Or just three? Only three. No, you guys got it. It's okay. Okay. Nyal will Nyal will come back if the thing skitters around. He'll attack it to pr- protect us, squishy. Okay. Smart uh, missile attacks. I assume not because it might hit your friends. Correct. Okay. Cool. Melee. Go. Gorin. All right. I'll go. Yes, sir. No good. No good <laughs> for Gorin, unfortunately. Four in a row. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so uh, Mort will leap in there and try a little Sam action on the old spider. Okay. And um, Ooh, that is an 18. Nice. That's it. Plus um, three for the dagger, plus one for, uh, or sorry, plus two because he's a level, higher level. So I assume that hits. 23? Yeah, that's a hit. Yeah. AC was okay. 12. So that's uh, D8 of damage. That's a five plus, um, plus two for my strength, and then plus three for the, dagger. the, uh, the dagger. The pin adds plus two, to, plus three to damage, right? Yes. I don't know. Yeah. You should have it down. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you plunge the the pin in uh, like Samwise Gamgee, and the thing collapses on top of you and rolls off with all of its legs collapsed inward. <laughs> Nicely done. All dead. David, do you want to harvest some of the venom? Yeah, we should definitely try. I mean, it depends on how much time it takes. A turn uh, has passed because of the combat. I don't really you care. Man. I, 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 hmm? is, is Guys, I, we made a lot of noise. I don't think we should hang I out here. Around. Yeah. I, I think I think our uh, stealthy entrance is, is, is under. Yeah, let's just keep moving. In, unless there's a pile of gold in the pit. Yeah, we something. didn't look in the pit that it yeah. had. 
Okay, shining your light down in the pit, you see that there does not appear to be anything down there except nasty, sticky webbing. Nothing glowing, nothing pinging off of InfraVision. Okay. Um, we found stuff in webs before, but I, I'm, I'm willing to keep it. it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, uh, continuing on, uh, uh, breathing heavily, you look down uh, with Elizabeth's lantern towards the east. It appears to still be level here going directly east and it goes for another 50 feet directly east at the end of that 50 feet it does continue onwards toward the east generally 90 degrees however there is a branching corridor that branches off to the south generally heading southwest at approximately give me one moment uh let's see here that is, I can't read it. Uh, oh my God, I can't read my protractor. Sorry, hold on one second. <laughs> it's like black on black, so it's like really hard. That's the nerdiest thing I've heard in a le- at least tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very carefully mapping everything here. At about a... Um, is that right? Yeah, like a 20-degree angle to the southwest. Southwest? So it really doubles back. Uh, no, like I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reading this wrong. I need my 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 app work better for me. I don't know why I can't use my regular protractor. Is uh, it going back this way, John, or kind of like forward and down? No, it's going southwest. It's going southwest. So, so it doubles back. back. Um, I'm just going to guess it. Um, it's probably about like a, not 45, but... Uh, like a like a 60, 60 degree angle to the southwest. Oh, so just start sharp. Okay. okay. Yeah. So more like down this way. Yes, that that's uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And we could go straight as well. Yes, correct. Yep. Okay. Well, that we've, hard. we've done this before. Is can we determine if there's foot traffic one way or the other? Yeah. Uh, indeed. So it appears to be that the southern passageway going southern southwesterly does not appear to have any traffic. The we, ahead, it does appear that the 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 corridor is free of scree. Yeah, guys, I have an idea. I, I wonder, like we've done, we did this before when we were first coming down these caves. I wonder if we send the two guys with dark vision up ahead, like twenty feet or something, so that yeah. you'll get a, a preview before our lantern light comes into into view. Yeah, I'm not opposed to that. First of all, can I just suggest that we dim the light really quick here and see if there's any more of that um, infravision writing on the walls. Or for okay. that matter, any other little sounds or clues or anything from anywhere. Yeah, I mean, right. it's a bullseye lantern, so she can shutter it. Yeah. You want to okay, take a so turn to it. be really careful? And really... I, think I wouldn't say no. I think it's worth yeah. it. It's Listen, worth it for sure. check it out, yeah. Considering okay. the amount of sound we just made, it'd be nice to know if something's coming. Yeah. Okay, so you're really careful. You shutter the lantern, and you just sit quiet for a second. You can hear far off of the distance, you can hear the ferret squeaking. Um, off to the northwest. Otherwise, you don't see or hear anything. I hope that if someone Definitely. comes along that that scene we left behind, they think that ferret took out that spider. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, it's got sharp teeth. <laughs> or the chitin, I guess. Look at the chitin. All right, so um, guys, there's no signage here, right, John? No signage. Right. Okay, so. Which passageway, number one? Number two, 
um, that's two pit traps that we discovered like back to back to back to back. So the one thing I would say, Matt, is it's probably a lot harder to find those pit traps in with InfraVision. Yeah. Okay. All right. We can all say together. Well, I'm thinking we can rope you. Yeah, Didn't you have a rope around your sense to Just fill this corridor with pit traps. It made sense where we found them. That was a logical spot for, you know, a trap. Like this is the corridor. It's not as wide. There could be traps, but. And, and there probably will be far. far yeah, it seems a little right. close for it, but it's up to you guys. I mean, if you want to go with the rope, that's cool. If you don't want to, if you want to stay all in the light, we can do that too. What do you want to do? I think the bigger hazard is baboons at this point. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I will say, though, that once again, it falls to the elder races to watch out for your punk ass human bodies. <laughs> the expendable races, you mean? Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Listen to the pink skin. Boy. <laughs> okay. All right. So I think we should go east. And I, I think it's a great idea to have Goran and Mort go first. Yeah. Well, that's where the, the, the foot traffic seemed to go. So, yeah. Okay. Goran and Mort. And let's do the rope thing, John. Let's do the rope thing. Yeah. So, we'll we'll take a hank of 15 feet length of rope, loop it around me, and then loop it around Mort, and then and then 20 feet, 20 or 30 feet between us, guys. I almost 30. feel like it's got to be 30 because of the lantern. Lantern, okay. yeah. Okay. We'll do that. And uh, do you want uh, Yost or Nial? They're both really strong. You do one of them. You know, y'all can do it. Y'all will hold on to the rope for you. Okay. Okay. Cool. So it I went, feels like it's a leash now. <laughs> all right. I'm going to say uh, while you're deciding and as leeching the rope that another turn passes. Okay. And you continue to push forward for another 50 feet. All right. As you push forward another 50 feet at this point, okay, it continues on in that direction, but you could hear like there's a subtle change in the air, like the general ambiance, uh, like before it was sort of like an echoing footstep sort of thing, you know, as you, as you kind of moved, but now you can hear like, you can hear what almost sounds like a low roar above you. Constant. The river. The river. Yeah. Or the yeah, waterfall. Yeah. Okay. Or into wait, the waterfall. Yeah. Wait, the waterfall's at the cliff. Is there a waterfall before the cliff? Well, it's probably just the river rushing. By. It's probably just the river. We're about we're about to uh, arrive in the middle of Gosterwick. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's very it's very very dull. It's very very yeah. dull. Very very muted beyond uh, what appears to be sure. lots of rock. But it's definitely above you, and it's just um, it's almost like a. a like I said, it's a change in the ambiance almost more than like suddenly a sound just yeah. appears. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, right. yeah. Does it, um, does it feel more humid here, John? Like are there drips and more so than we've been seeing so far? No, that doesn't appear to be the case. You know, like when you're, you're, um, uh, like when an AC kicks on, you can hear it kick on real quickly. It's not like that, but when an AC has been on for a long time, you sort of just lose track to the fact that it's on and that ambient sound just sort of becomes like the normal dead sound of the air. Even though uh -huh. the AC is on, that's sort of like the the, the sound that you're hearing. You know what I mean? That, that's oh, so the, we're in the air conditioned part of the caves. This yeah. is great. Yeah. Good. Okay. Uh, continuing on. Yeah. Okay. So you press onward for a, another fifty feet, going in that direction, and then a turn goes by. It is now twelve noon up above, and don't mind me. All right. And um, is this accurate, John? Do I do this? Well, you don't know if it's a river, right? 
but yeah, you're continuing. The question mark, but like <laughs> I'm saying, after that southwesterly quarter, we went. We've been gone 100 feet. Yep. Yeah. You're somewhere around yeah. the 50 foot mark. We. Yes, River, question yeah, mark. yes, yes, your corridor is correct so far. Okay. All right, it goes uh, another 50 feet as you keep moving forward, and you can see here that now the lantern light blooms northward as there appears to be a, another natural cavern that goes directly north 90 degrees while yours um, continues eastward but slightly starts to slope to the southeast by about 10 degrees. Something like that? Mm-hmm, you got it. Okay, good. All right. So it, we're we're walking along the corridor, and it's widening out vastly to our left and a little bit to our right. Not vastly. I'm just saying it just the, the lantern light sort of blooms to the north, like exposing that there's another tunnel. Oh, it's a tunnel, not a cavern. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just another tunnel. Yeah. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's something problem. like like that. Yep, you got it. And as, as Lizbeth okay. sort of shines her lantern down the north when she discovers it, you can see that after about 30 feet or so, the ground starts to slowly slope away into darkness. Like it dips below Does her it, lantern light. Oh, so it dips oh. down? So it slopes down? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, at, as you're standing there, okay, nothing seems to have changed at all. The sound of the roaring above you slowly starts to fade away at, the, at where you are now. Um, but it's replaced as, as we move, right? Not as you're moving forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, and so everything's sort of really quiet now. And as you're kind of standing in this intersection, you can hear to the north. All you can tell is that it's coming from the north, but you can hear slight whisperings, like the echoes of, of what appear to be voices, just like coming from the north multiple voices you can't really tell because it's so shapeless and it's non-directional right it's just like definitely like the remnants of echoes but you could definitely hear what appears to be voices whispering does it sound like goblins very tough to tell all you can tell it's definitely okay. like sentient voices speaking <laughs> in some sort of language <laughs> does it sound like the voices in arwen's head <laughs> or okay uh i i Guys, do you think it's worth like sending the sneaky, sneaky person up there? Oh, I mean, because if yes. if we go up with the the lantern, we're gonna like broadcast. Yeah. Game works down for it. All right, you're going to go first, dude. You're sneakier than I am. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go sneak. I move silent three and six. I'll do that. I'll move silently. So, so let's slide me like fifteen feet back on the rope so that you can go fifteen feet ahead of me. All right, is it'll be. Him going first, me 15 feet back, and then another 15 feet back for the rest of the party. Yeah, and if we can, I don't, I don't know if it's possible to shutter the bullseye lantern so much, but like minimize it so it's just shining down here. Like I don't want to project forward. Okay, so yeah, you can any any light in this darkness is going to be a pinpoint, right? Mm -hmm. It can be seen by anyone who can see the light. So the only way that you, if you yourself want to be able to see, you will have to remain behind. Uh, right, because it's not well, we just about intervision; it's about not being seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I think we got to stay back. I think that it's a it's a Fine. it'll it'll definitely draw their attention if we if we show up there. So we'll we'll just wait and listen, I guess. Okay, so yeah. it's, it's more than there's 15 feet of rope and then Gorned. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Maybe actually, if we're worried about traps or something, maybe Gorn should just hold rope that's tied to Mort. 
but I'm not that strong, bro. <laughs> I hate well, to say it, well, but yeah. All right, fine. Mork, then Gorn, and then anybody else coming? No, no. Uh, okay. Dark, no, dark vision crew. I think is the only. Yeah. Okay. Humies are going to stay back. Mort, you oh, very carefully. You very carefully move forward. Gorn has uh, very little ability to hide, to to be silent. But Mort, you have a chance. So go ahead and roll. Okay. Let's go to the old die roller here. Roll us up. Uh, three. Okay. That is a go silent move. Gorn, go ahead and roll a d6 for me. Okay. What does he need a one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, or, like okay. I'm hoping that I'm I'm far enough back where I'm not really a sector. Oh god. Okay, you're 15 it's feet almost, back though. Almost right? a one. Yeah. Can't take the dwarf yeah. anywhere. Farther back behind Mort. Okay, so in darkness, using only your infravision, Morton Goring crawl forward very very slowly. You move 50 yeah. feet in that direction. Okay. Okay. Um, you oop, 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 oop. you. Stop after 50 feet because Mort, your infravision pings at the very far limit. So we're going it, to, it's a 60 foot infravision, but we'll just call it a square, right? So at the top of the next square, your infravision pings. So here. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And you, you can see two, sh first of all, you see like a, like a heat signature of some sort. And then as it kind of gets a little bit closer, it separates out into two, one very small about your size and one about Yost's size. Right. As it's, at the same time, you can uh, the the voices start to see that there's they actually weren't whispering. They were just starting having like a quiet conversation, but it was just echoing down the halls and, and uh, dissipating. So it became like a whisper. But you can hear two male voices. One's relatively high pitched. One is low and they are both male. And they appear to be arguing in Arkantian. And uh, you could. Yeah, you can immediately peg one as halfling. Is it Jenks and Hicksonius? And one is human. You're once again you're seeing heat signatures only, but uh, you could hear um, there. So like you hear one of them goes, uh, "That my man, fucking Roger, that fucking guy who made him the leader. He sends us down here like this in these dank goddamn tunnels, and." Jeez, we're looking for what this wind guy who the fuck is the wind just because we saw some goddamn note and he sent this down here oh god oh my god we have to paint a big w where these guys are <laughs> yes, yes. that's very funny i love it um is it okay. and you can hear them they're they're coming towards you but they're moving very very slowly you can see the heat signatures that they have their weapons out uh, uh, the small guy is carrying a short sword and the big guy is wielding a battle axe. Um, and they're mm -hmm. moving very, very cautiously, sort of in the same manner that you are. They also have a, um, uh, Jenks appears to be carrying in his other hand, a, a torch, um, which is probably the first thing that you would have right. seen bloom. Uh, and hold on a second. So, yeah. So, so you see, uh, uh, the the big guy, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't have a voice for this guy. So I'm not even going to bother trying. But uh, he um, he says I he, he goes I think the yeah I think the whole goddamn thing's horseshit if you ask me. He gives uh we all everybody knows that Kronos gives access to his favorites down to his secret little entrance down here. We shouldn't even be in this part. Everyone. Oh, David. Told you. 
fucking told you, motherfuckers. <laughs> we're, not, we're not supposed to be here. We and Jenks, and and then the other, the obviously it's Jenkins to Hicksonius, right? So Jenks is like, I know, but I found this secret entrance over here. We, I think we have to go check it out, right? This could be the wind. If if there, no one else knew about this particular like little crevice that we found. He's like, I know, but I don't, I don't like the, I don't like the looks of this. Everyone comes down here. Everyone knows they go down to the east and they go down that long, long passageway down, down, down. We're just asking for trouble going into uncharted territory. Well, this is what we're being paid for. And they're get, they're get starting to get closer. So they're about fifty feet away, and their torch is going to illuminate you um, when they move about twenty feet closer. Um, so I, at this point. Uh, I assume Gorin can also see and hear this. Um, yeah. Okay. But he can also see me cause I'm probably showing up in his infravision and I want to sort of motion to move back and I'm going to start backing up. I want to keep an eye on them because if they turn off into whatever crevice, one of them just mentioned, I want to see where they go. Otherwise I say, we let them uh, surprise the whole group of us at the intersection. And then we have a little convo. Okay, so you're backing up. I am backing up, keeping an eye on them, trying to stay out of their torchlight, but okay. watching them. All right. I, so... uh, well, I don't know anything that's going on yet. So yeah, yeah, you guys don't know this yet, yeah. but, but Doran should see me backing up and should start backing up also. Yep. Okay. So you guys will figure out something's up pretty soon. Okay, so... We'll say that you're you're moving back at least a little bit faster than they are moving forward, so that you can gain some distance, I assume. And right. um, so you you back up and you find yourself back at the at the at the intersection with the rest of the group, where I think we should just sort of back up just slightly to the west and wait for them to come out of the intersection. Why? Yeah. What, so we can parlay or kill. We decide on the spot. I guess you can't kill them, dude. What are you like? Well, those are the two options. What What do you want to do? Run away? We could We yes. could just keep going Continue east. They don't, on. they don't want to go east. We just keep going you, east. You resist the bait. No, they're, you talking resist about, the bait. they're talking about a crevice. I want to know where this crevice is. They've got a secret entrance that one of them wants to go in and the other one doesn't. No, no, no. You misheard. So it looks like Jenks. Oh. What you're gathering is that Jenks found a secret crevice near where they, wherever they debouched from the, from the inn. Okay, and then, and they were exploring that. When, now they're when, in that. When normally oh. the path the pathway for favored guests of Kronos leads directly east from the Debouche. I see. So they're in they uncharted. In the they're okay. in uncharted territory. They both don't like being here. But Jenks has a feeling that if the wind is real, that maybe the wind took like this secret pathway. So they're going to check that out because why? You know, everyone basically knows about the path to the east. Yeah, not everyone. I mean, so basically, this is the path to the south that is, you know, verboten. It is or verboten, they, least, or, or yeah. it was just exposed by Jenks. Like Jenks apparently found this secret path right. south. Right. Okay. okay. With that in mind, I think you're right. We should just go east. That makes sense. Do Let's we, just stay ahead of them. If you guys tell us, do we want to make a W down here or not? I mean. <laughs> We could do it. That that might just get more attention down here. Honestly, I don't know if your little, you know, uh, spirit of the perverse that you got from Laryl can actually resist making the <laughs> <laughs> Do you really have a choice in this? Uh, 
Okay, well, I, I, you know what? Why don't I do this? Instead of taking the time to paint a W, um, I'm going to reach into the bag and pull out some drafts of the note that he stuck on the door with the with the dagger, like with some misspellings. So and... let me stop you there. That's a little too complex, right? It's just a mundane, okay, okay. Just a mundane item, right? Like it can't be Here something that's... Oh. Yeah. Pull out an embroidered W like torn from a cape or like a, uh, like a handkerchief or a handkerchief. Perfect. Yeah. 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 yeah, okay. yeah. okay. I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'm going to put, uh, get a pull, reach in and pull out a, a handkerchief with a, a, an embroidered W okay. that mimics the, the shape of the W that we I've been painting. Okay. Please blow and, your nose on it first. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I blew I blow my nose on it. And then and, wait, can I pull one soiled out? So I don't have to do that. Sure. What yeah, do you, what do you want to do with it? <laughs> Like slightly um, bury it in the like, so it's as if it's gotten dropped and like scuffed on, not like freshly planted, but if it's been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, like drop it and just kind of step on it a little bit. Yeah. Where where are you trying to draw them to? Like, what's the point? Like, they find the handkerchief, then what? Well, send them, um, send them west. Do we? Do no, we that's want, back towards our we, area. Good guys, because uh, I don't, I don't want, I don't. It's fine. Do we actually <laughs> want a fucking army of people down in these tunnels? No. You, I mean, like, does, yeah. do we want? Do we want to? If we kill Garalad and we come running back this way, do we want to meet a troop of people? Is that what we want for ourselves? Mischief or not? Oh, but we're I'm just also not just going to murder there. these guys, David. No, I didn't say we'd murder them. I said okay. we just leave. I'm saying, I'm saying, do we want to draw if they confirm their suspicion and they go back and they have they have proof to everyone at the broken head that he's down here, armed come to back. the teeth, mercenary company adventurers and innkeeper who's been lying to us this entire time about his multiple egresses into the dungeon <laughs> to send a kill squad down here and find us. Whoa! You know, like, do we do we really want that? I, I won't say what we should do, but I'm just going to ask that open question. <laughs> really I mean, I, honestly, I'm a little worried about that as well. I'm hesitant on this whole thing. Shoot, we could just make like a little mark, uh, like a like a skull or something and point west. On the wall, or we could just leave or yeah. we just leave. If you can resist the urge to follow Laryl's spirit. Uh, I, I, I really leave. love this whole idea of the spirit of the perverse here that Matt is dealing with. I think that's the most apt description. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Let's go. Are, are you going to quell it, Matt, for this time? Or are you, uh, are you going to indulge? I'll quell. I'm keeping I'm keeping the hanky, though. I got the hanky out. It could be handy. Okay. It could but, be handy. Well, here's the deal. It but appe- I, listened to, I listened to my pal. Okay. So it appears that Hicksonius and Jenks are moving at about the same rate as you are, very carefully, with the same amount of, same amount of encumbrance. So if you move at the same right. rate... They will not be able to catch up to you. However, if anything slows you down, slows down, they will quickly catch up. And as well, because the distance is not that far, if there is any like any sort of loud wow. sound, like you guys can talk to each other, that's fine, that right. sort of thing. But shrieker, more ferrets, any any sort of battle that's going to immediately alert them that there is something going on. Okay, mm-hmm. um, it is also likely that they will probably hear faint squeaking from the ferret back along the corridor once they reach that intersection okay that said you guys are going to continue east and i just want to know why we don't just kill them yeah well that's just yost is pure of mind and thought uh, <laughs> look uh, <laughs> on would love to kill them as well it would be too i mean 
I resisted this urge, but it would be too fewer competition. <laughs> I also remind you, too, that once again, I they fear that I've given you the wrong impression of the five fingers of destiny. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay. Um, That's why uh, we're continue. resisting the killing part. All right, yeah, so you're going, to try, you're going to try to stay ahead of these guys and be as quiet as possible and leave them to their own devices. And I think this is a good point for us to go pee and grab a beer. Ooh, we will be yeah. right back after these messages. Okay, we're back. What's the plan? All right, going to the bathroom is very uh, good for the creative juices, shall we say. And I had an idea. So Mort is going to... Shut up, Mike. Mort's going to jump up on Yost's shoulders, and they're going to have their arms out and their weapons out, and someone with the lantern is going to light them from sort of you know back and below to make them look really big shadows on the wall of the tunnel where uh, Jenks and Hixonius will see it, and then... You know, Yost will start uh, making big scary noises, and then uh, I want um, Mort to start cursing. And he, the only language he knows that isn't Arkantian is Kumus, so it just sounds exotic, I think. And he's just going to start cussing, and and I will slay you, and I will eat your eyes, and other phrases like that. And they're going to wave their arms and sort of make a lot of noise and <laughs> scrape their arms down the rock wall. <laughs> Okay. Just try to scare the crap out of Jinx and Hisoni. Okay. Time, oh my god! As and time there goes, there will be no survivors. Oh, <laughs> right. We're gonna go full Holocaust cloak, John. Let's okay. Do it. okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, uh, one turn passed as you were backtracking backwards Ridiculous. quietly and discussing yeah. your plans. Um, yeah. Then you're going to do this ruse. Okay. Um, I don't think it's it'll clever be clever ruse. I, I don't think yeah. it'll take a turn to get yourself up on top of Yost and. Get it all worked out. Um, but you do have to wait for them. Are you going to move back up into the corridor, or are you going to wait for them to kind of come into this intersection? Um, we can move what? up a little bit. If It's better if they don't actually see that there's an intersection. Yeah, like we wow. want to just start, like, you know, projecting okay. and have them come to the projection, right? Okay, right. cool. The all right. I think we need to call this the Dread Pirate Roberts maneuver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say it's going to take another turn for you to get kind of in position and to wait for them to sort of come down, right? Uh, so and you want to do it so like there's a 50-foot distance between the two of you before you sort of let loose with your little thing. Is it like Roughly. kind of like at that right at that Y intersection so we're like projecting onto the... I thought not. I thought yeah, you were I moving up projecting into the onto the, the, the tunnel where they'll see it, the tunnel that they're in. That wall should, they yeah, should be able yeah. to see my big shadow. Okay. okay. When you were in position... Uh, Elizabeth's lantern goes out. Mother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we light it again. We got the stuff. We got oh I'm working God. on the oil glass. We light it again. <laughs> okay. Sooner or later, guys, we got to start checking that lantern oil level. Spirit of the perversion. Okay, so uh, I need whoever's got the lantern oil to mark another one off. I get it. I just did. Oh. <laughs> Uh, one, two, three, four, minus four. So right here Liz is, uh, so who's carrying the lantern right now? Elizabeth is, yeah. Elizabeth. Okay, so Elizabeth is up there, part of your ruse then, I assume. Well, she's she like back, be, back behind, yeah. She needs okay. to be far enough behind that there's a wide cast of light across Yost and Mort. Gotcha. And she's holding yeah, the lantern down the low. But, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So you do it. So you're like, and you make scary sounds and like the, you know, the, the, your little shadow play against the wall and it scatters up and, and you can hear uh, 
you, you, all of you can hear uh, Hicksonius and Jenks sort of carrying on this conversation. They're grumbling and they, they're getting more and more irritated and afraid because they don't like the looks of it. They've seen no sign of this wind. And, um, and then you hear them like they both go fuck at the same exact same time as, <laughs> um, and you can hear shink as they pull out their weapons and, uh, and brace themselves. And they're like, what the fuck is that? Do you see that? Um, and everything is, gets really quiet and you can only hear more doing his and then Yost should go loud as he can okay so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna have them make a reaction i'm gonna i'm gonna have them make a reaction roll they are seasoned hardy adventurers around on par with you guys um they may not be intimidated by this they're they're wary they were definitely frightened but will they turn tail doubtful so John, would. can I just can I just John can I just remind you we that I am all the way down at that intersection, well south of the gotcha. rest of these fellows. Okay. Sure, yeah. Yeah. they don't they yeah. don't want to die. They 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 are in dangerous territory. There's only two of them. They do not have a full party. They also do want to survive. Um, but I'm saying, are they mm-hmm. terrified um, of thing of something that they have not seen yet? Who knows? All right, so uh, I if need they, if they start running at us like as a charging like screaming to attack. I want Morton Yost to just start laughing and be like, "Oh man, you should have seen your faces." Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, we'll so just play it that way. It's I'm going to do it on a 2d6 scale, but it's not really a reaction roll. This is what, how, how I'm going to call it. Okay, you know it's a okay. bell curve. All right, so this is what I'm going to say: yeah. um, uh, one, one to five is they are a one to one to five on a 2d6. I'm two sorry. Five. Yeah, I'm sorry. Two to five on a two d six roll is they are going to say fuck that thing, and I were going to go kill it. Um, uh, oh, s- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> six to nine, six to nine. They are going to be, which is like the most, what's most likely to be rolled. They are going to be uh, cautious. Caution is a better part of valor. They're going to be like, uh, nope, and they're going to very carefully walk back the way that they came uh 10 to 12 they are going to be completely terrified and they're going to run pell-mell as fast as they possibly can all right so you're rolling high you're rolling yeah. high roll high. all right yeah. and i would like to pray to laryl very quickly uh for yeah. does that seem uh, fair oh, to you guys his blessing. does that seem fair to you i'm asking you is no. yeah yeah okay. um, absolutely all right yeah i think that's three fair outcomes yeah do you want okay. me to roll this john sure go for it Roll high, roll high, roll high. Now we're we're screwed. Thanks for your confidence. Eight. Eight. Okay. All right. So uh, you see things get really, really quiet. And as you're still like spooking, you just, you don't hear anything. Yes. And as they get farther away, we'll just let our get quiet so they think we're going the other direction. It just becomes like deathly quiet, like just nothing. You don't hear the whispers, nothing. We're we're and we're good as long as they don't come back with a team of meddling kids. No. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. So a we'll say that little ruse uh, cost a turn. Well done. Worth it. Are we out of lantern oil again? It's just one turn. It's just one turn out of 24. You're fine. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. You drop back down oh, off of Yost's shoulders. Yost is like, oh, that was <laughs> that was very enjoyable. I liked it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Mort will go up to Onwer and say, 
I'm sorry. I had to do it. You're right. <laughs> you need to be more careful. No more hijinks. I take this very seriously. I want you to know that. <laughs> Yost is like, Yost is like, he goes, Mort, you don't, you don't have to apologize. And he slaps Onwear in the back. He's like, Onwear, it's okay. It's just a little whimsy. And um, I'll, uh, I'll give, I'll give <laughs> you a little tweak on his, on his right nip since he never wears a shirt. Oh my god. <laughs> you, you, you know I love whimsy, Yost. You know I love whimsy. <laughs> now. Careful there, man. That's consent. Jeez. Who's the leader around here? Are we going or what? Yeah, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Okay. okay, let's go. All right. East. Con continuing on. Oh, hold on a second. Don't mind me. I are we going to do our um, uh, dark vision guys in front? Or are we all going yep. together? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Dark vision guys in front. Okay, so it winds its way through a number of small little turns, but in general, it starts, it goes uh, southeast and it goes at about a 45 degree angle at this point. And it continues on and on and on. 45 for, south? Uh, southeast, southeast, yeah. yeah. Um, on and on and on for about 350 feet, which is Ow. seven squares. Don't I mind mean, me while I do something that is totally not anything to worry about. John, is it going up or down in elevation? It is a straight level. Okay. Okay. So... Just like this, John? Is this? Yep. In general, you got it right. Yep. Okay, that's Shift a long map ass tunnel. Yeah. At which point, you find yourself at the top of a cliff that goes down fifteen feet and opens up onto a wide, roughly uh, one hundred feet east to west, fifty feet north to south, rough stone chamber. Okay, 100 feet east to west, 50 feet north to south. Mm -hmm. Something like uh, this. And yeah, John, you, was that? Yeah, uh, you can you can hold turn? you can hold to the square lines, Ted. It's easier that way. Okay, you know what I mean. Was that three three yeah. turns in the in the three long turns? Line? That's correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and do we oh, no, enter not, this? Not three turns. I'm sorry, it's seven turns. Okay. One, two, three. Do we enter this? Like at the very end of this corridor and the top of the corridor, like this this room, I mean. Uh, like you're coming in. You're coming in from the northwestern side of it, and there's a twenty. There's a fifteen foot drop to the cavern floor floor below. So I should probably do something like. That's fine. Yeah, like I said, doesn't like, too too exact. I, I just think it's easier for you to sort of like hew as close as you can to the squares just to make it easier. So something like that then. Uh huh. You got it. Okay. All right. It's um, not what I expected. So here, um, as you start to approach this cliff, the stone itself actually starts to change into like a really beautiful sort of flow stone, right? Like it's less rough and more smooth in general. And then this entire cave here is flow stone itself. Um, and it's forming like irregular ledges all around. Um, there is some interesting stuff here that is illuminated by Elizabeth's lantern, like looking down. First of all, uh, entrances and exits. So there is a, another cliff directly to the southwest, about 25 feet along the southwestern wall, leading directly west. However, that cliff is 25 feet up, so it's above you, right? Right, right here? Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. While we're uh, mapping, I'm going to go put that kid to bed, and I'll be right back. Sure. That kid. 
So that's 25, 20, that's 25 feet, feet off the ground. So it's about 10 feet above the level where you are at right now. You understand? Uh-huh. This is yep. sort of similar to like that, that, that exit way out to the Northwest where you were. Um, and in addition, there is a, uh, corridor that goes, uh, that, that heads Southeast from the middle of the cavern at about a 45 degree angle as well. And it sort of slopes down and out of view. And it's basically right at the edge of Elizabeth's lantern light anyway. So you can barely see that, that leading outwards. Okay. About now, there. Yeah, you got it now, but there are some signs of habitation in this room. Although there are no living beings, Ooh. Gorn and Mort, your infravision does not ping. Um, it is completely dark except for Elizabeth's lantern. There is, uh, let me just see where it is exactly. Yeah. It's baboon so, nest, isn't it? At the base of the larger cliff, the one that you're not on. All right. So at the bottom of the 25 feet, uh, at the 25 foot cliff, there is yeah. a four foot tall marble statue. It, it It's beaming in the light of, of Elizabeth's lantern. Uh, hmm. it, white marble, a statue of a whippet, like the dog, like a little miniature greyhound, right? And, <laughs> and there is also a, right next to it, a five foot tall, so one foot tall, uh, uh, one foot taller statue, a bronze statue of what you definitely can't mistake for anything else but the god Taw, P-T-A-H. Oh, Taw. Yes, yes. Taw. That's uh, also leaning against the wall. Um, it looks like both of those statues do show signs of having like of uh, ambient moisture and tarnish as well. They are not perfect in any way, shape, or form. Um, and at their feet, you can see the de decomposed remains of what looks to be uh, like a wooden crate, like 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 wood just sort of disintegrating and, and decomposing. Um, and, okay. And you uh, in the lantern light as well, you can see that there's something is glinting. Every once in a while, amidst those pieces of mm. the crate, in front of those statues. So that four foot tall marble statue would be very useful if a problem comes along, because you must whip it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I liked I, it. I, I don't know why no this. one else is laughing, but I thought that was hilarious. Well, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I just don't have any context. <laughs> That's even my funny bone. I don't know why, but it... <laughs> it's all right. Man, your ace, your ace is in my book, Ted. <laughs> Thank you, John. Um, is that all we see in the room, or at least in our torchlight? Or yeah, light, um, because you're looking for it. I'll also say too that it is uh, definitely evident that the vast majority of the, at least, remember, it's only illuminating basically like the first fifty feet, like the western yeah. half of the room. Um, but that that generally seems clear of um, any natural scree as well looks like there has been traffic through here quite a bit actually and you said this room was worked stone this was like an a like built a room no no it's like flow stone right it just seems to be like a different sort of stone oh that's right you said flow stone yeah uh, but it's still it's still very much natural it's just that it forms like sort of like these really irregular beautiful ledges every everywhere in other words it would be very easy to climb you um non-thieves right. would have a much higher would probably have like more right. like a two and six chance to to crawl along the walls than than okay. you know, normal okay um so so it's 50 you're 15 feet up that's yep. uh, yeah it is not possible to jump down without hurting yourself you would you do have to figure out a means I gotta say, the wall, but like you said, there are handholds. We could 
No handholds in this up. one, unfortunately. I mean, I, I mean, the, but in the flowstone, you said that it was. Oh yeah, there are natural. Climb, there are natural climb places. Climb down. Yes, but That's it's what I meant. Yeah. but it's you still have to roll. Okay. I I mean, I'm not 100 percent sure where we're lining up. You know, versus our maps of Plunger Town and and the the. Uh, well, this definitely looks like we cross underneath the river. Right. right. So we're at least on the we're right side the of the river, I think. But I gotta say, I feel like at this point we're pretty well south of where. Do you want me to bring? You want me to bring up the Ruin City map, please? Because I think I, that would be a good idea. Because okay. if we think the workshop is the the laboratory with the potion machine, yeah, which is I think a very reasonable assumption, the access to that was directly under Isocritus's little uh, thing we have marked on that map there. Uh, I put it this way: imagine. if we know, if we know for a fact, sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. Well, I was just saying, I feel like I'm guessing, right? But I feel like we're probably more down here now. You know, you know what I think, Ted? I think that we're we might be somewhere over in here. We know Ooh, for maybe. a fact. We know for a fact that Kronos has an access point directly from the end, and that they came via some distance in a second second way, but uh uh. uh to oh. where where we encountered them from that space. Right. So if we went under the river and encountered them with any proximity to the inn, that would place us somewhere, yeah, in that area. Perhaps. And don't forget too yeah, that, and that, that, that this can you guys see that? Yeah. 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 So this is like south. Right. Right. Yeah. So right. just, oh, just so remember, we just remember the cardinal directions oh, are a little bit skewed. Oh, I forgot about so, that. Yeah. So then, guys, we are we might be closer to that ISO's entrance than we think. You're right. I think. Yep. Yeah, I think we're. I think we're somewhere in this zone. I I agree because if they went south yeah. and the river crossed, then yeah, probably think, somewhere think, around there. I think if we cross under the river right. again, we'll hear that sound again. So a good indication that we've gone astray, at least, yeah. you know south westward is 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 by hearing that again right now well, also so, yeah, like we, i was just going to ask when we were looking we haven't been able to see the eastern side of this room very well like we don't know whether right. or not there's an exit over on that side of the room right exactly but the reason i bring this up my point being that like um uh you know, we know that the you know the n parentheses o w parentheses workshop right that there's some misdirection there. We don't know that the workshop is necessarily accurate either. Uh, I, I'm just bringing it up because I'm trying to like position against where we know, you know, Isocritus's entrance was, et cetera, et cetera, to determine, do we really want to go down this? Or are we like way off base here? Cause that's a long corridor. It just seemed like a good time to think about it. But I think Matt, you made, and, and David, you guys made a pretty good uh, argument pointing out like, the, yeah, uh, Jenks and Nixonius came straight south, and right around there we had the river cross. So yeah, it does look like we might be actually kind of in the right spot. It's, yeah. it's. And I think it's a valid concern. I think uh, uh, we'll hear that if we're. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a valid thing. We should keep searching. My bigger okay. worry at this point is we're going to find our way all the way to this workshop, and it will be the lab, which means it's bricked up. 
and we don't have a way of entering into Plunger Town. Well, but no, no, no. I mean, they're alternatives. No, no, it's only the bricked up the, to go to the surface. Yeah, they only collapsed the secret entrance to the lab. They didn't collapse anything there. I thought was still alive one of those tunnels yeah. that we never went down. I thought they collapsed the the entrance to Plunger Town from the lab. Frankly, the, we don't know the entrance the to the lab. Yes, you're, yeah. you're right about that, David. Yeah, I'm right. Which means we can't get into it from there. Why would they? Why would they block the lab? When I blocking the lab, that's what John said they did. I Doesn't thought. That, I thought why. he said. I thought you said that they they were going to collapse the secret entrance. That's correct. No. Oh. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. The, the secret. So it's not whole, the lab. There's it's a whole the secret, set of tunnels just to the south of that, guys. Yeah. That yeah. we never explored. No. Yeah. So what? And that's, that's where it's going to link up. What Garlad ordered Cisco to do was to take some goblins and destroy, block up the the secret entrance that led into the lab, on the yeah. lab's level, not not all the way up the tunnel to right. where it actually exits yeah, yeah, out yeah, into yeah, the yeah. city ruins, but like right so, there at the entrance of the lab and block that so up. So we are hoping for what you guys you guys are saying is that we come in where that like weird book was. Right. South yeah, of the lab, yeah, something like that. Yeah. North yeah. of the lab, and then blocked from entering. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I got you. Yeah, because okay. that that was a, that secret entrance was just a stairwell, and there was no other way there into was, it. Right, but right, well, John, I tie a rope around my waist and I just jump over the side of this 15 feet. I'm trying to get south of there. there was a, <laughs> little bit of a, a tunnel that went underneath. Remember, yeah. there was like the tunnel we went down to and lost Trusty, and then right below that one, there was yeah. another tunnel that we said go down a flight of stairs, and we do, were baboons. Do you want me to bring too. up the level? You want me to bring up that map? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mort pulls out his scroll of that level and unrolls it. Okay, for everyone, okay. look at. Give me one moment. Uh, let's see. Here's the one. One moment, please. Reticulating splines. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful map. Right. Ooh, I look just at that map. Who who made this? What? Oh my god! Look at that bad boy. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so All what right. we know for sure is okay. Secret instance is collapse. This area, right? right? Well, I don't know how to do it. So this, whoops, man, this bit. Oh, what the hell is wrong with my? It might be lagging. My pointer's not working. Hmm. Well, suffice to say, there are multiple points of egress here. Then we don't know where they may or may not lead. So, in all huh. probability, in all probability, the 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 westmost entrance would be the one we'd come through. Yeah. Because right. I think I think I think the southern one just reconnects to where Squeegee died. Probably. I yeah, can't probably. be certain. Although, so so that I would mean. I can't imagine Garalad's going through that room with the evil book because that gate, I think, looked like it had never been opened or not it's, recently. It's the staircase that we never explored down to the yeah. south of that room. I don't know how to do the little marker thing, but right. mine's not yeah. even working. It's the teardrop. Yeah, mine's it's not working. Here. It's the teardrop. Yeah, my teardrop's yeah, not working also. Yeah. But I, I think I think yeah. it is like I, I it's my my personal theory. I think that the column where Squeegee died is at that far east, like those those co- those uh, tunnels where we or the the or the halls where we actually had that battle, I think through those doorways, I think those are the doorways that connect all the way over there. But but yeah, I, I'm kind of with Mike. I think that we're going to either come in if this is true. Like we'll either come in up those stairs or we'll come in from that hallway to the south. I don't think it's that weird um, that uh, that weird room that you were naked in because that room was like really undisturbed. And there were yeah. like piles yeah. of dead people, and yeah, yeah. yeah. and we heard right, baboons cool. down that staircase. We heard, well, that. We, yeah. Well, all right, well, let's let's get back to it then. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So we're agreed that we should keep going down this corridor. Is that the yeah, upshot yeah, of all? Right. Right. Okay, yeah. great. 
Let's keep going. Okay. And did, while I was out, did you guys see anything uh, to worry about? Because we've been attacked by statues before. Not, we did not see worrisome statues. It's a four foot statue of a whippet and a five foot, uh, sorry, that's made of marble and a five foot bronze statue of Ta, mm -hmm. uh, as in Tem and Ta. And uh, they're both have evidence of water damage. And then there is the rotted and collapsed remains of a glinting something amidst the ru ruins of a, of a chest or a box of some sort yeah, great. in front of the statues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So what's the plan? You're 15 feet up. What do you do? I tie um, a rope around my waist and I go over the side. All right. Let's let onward go first. I love it. So you're just, are you holding this rope? What are you doing with the other end? <laughs> the other end did you guys have. Why not? You know, you oh, guys got oh. me, right? Were we supposed to grab that? Okay. <laughs> we Sorry. see that the rope just, just... okay. You tied around, <laughs> yeah, David. We'll you go you down. down, and you are able to lower yourself down without issue. Uh, I'll right. say it doesn't even take a turn, although it depends on what you do next. So you're down on the ground. Nothing jumps out and scares you or anything like that. However, you That's are good. still dependent upon Lisbeth's lantern up at the top of the cliff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so um, I'll I'll ask y'all to uh, help uh, both me and Lisbeth kind of down so that we have light down there. Okay, cool. So uh, I assume everyone goes down. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Every, yeah. Everyone hops down. That'll say we'll say take a turn. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth is able to uh, basically shed a light around the entire chamber. It is exactly as described. There does not appear to be any other exits, and there does not appear to be any other signs of habitation other than what is against the base of that twenty-five foot cliff on the west. However, you can see that um, the 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 Gorin can actually pinpoint for you that there the, um, the cleared area does appear to be mostly centered on a direct path coming from the southern entrance directly to where you guys have dropped down from. Okay, suggesting that's the traffic pattern to keep going in the same direction we've been going. That appears to be the case. I'm and going to run over there and look at it. Okay, so... Uh, I can tell David's like let's get this shit on the road. Uh, no, I get it. I, I feel you. Okay, so David, um, as you go over there, we'll say Elizabeth follows you over. She shines the light down. It goes fifty feet downwards, uh, uh, generally sloping downwards, and then continues into darkness beyond it. Then in that same vector, it's a uh, flowstone, natural. It does not appear to be um, any sign. Uh, uh, sorry, does not appear to be signs of scree in the center of the path. So in my mind's eye, John, when you say flowstone, I think about like lot like melted stone that that froze or that solidified. Yeah, I suppose that... so. I'm reading off the description. I'm not. I'm not a, a I mean, geologist, that, so I'm stone. not exactly okay. sure what flowstone is, but I picture it as some sort of igneous stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Well, let's 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 is sheet like deposits of calcite or other carbonate minerals formed where water flows down the walls or along the floors of a cave. That tracks. That so tracks. I not close to the river. It's yeah, it's like there's water dripping down and it's leaving deposits. It's, you get that ropes, it looks like the long ropey floopy stone. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Types? Right. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Interesting. Right. It does not see it does not appear that any anyone moving through the chamber has decided to approach the uh the the broken wooden crate or the statues against right. the western wall. Which is I a bit worrying. Like investigate those. Are you sure? Or we, we could just we could just keep going. What would Onweir do? Can we take a turn just to pick through the crate until it explodes? Sure. sure. Gorn, you, you want you can go over there by yourself. Yeah, you man. Want. I'm gonna okay. shields up. 
and I'm gonna poke it with my uh, spear and see if okay. anything pops out. Yeah, don't mind. Honestly, me. Mort would totally go along with that. Mort loves treasure. Okay, so as the two of the Infravision guys kind of poke through the detritus, you can sift through it. You can see what that was what was shining Elizabeth's lantern at the top of the cliff was actually a few pieces of gold. And much to your delight, it's not just pieces of gold. Ooh. They're ancient gold solidi, which means they're ten times more valuable than normal gold. All right, I oh was wrong. Uh, you guys are right. <laughs> Uh, but now you're going to die by some kind of horrible monster. So they're now it, 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 all treasure is going to pale in comparison to the vault. <laughs> so <laughs> don't get don't get all uh, you know that's disappointed. But um, uh, there are five ancient gold solidi, so that would be uh, five pieces of gold. So that would actually be fifty uh, GP value, right? That's not not nothing. Mm-hmm. And, okay, and they are all ten times as heavy. So that would be. Um, 50 coins worth right so actually still wouldn't take a slot, a slot. yeah it would yeah. not be a slot yeah yeah um would you like to carry that goran since you found it yeah all right um both the statue of the whippet and the statue of Taw look to be you know like two 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 man sort of carry sort of things you know what i mean neither of them is yeah. small enough to fit into laryl's sack unfortunately but they do appear to be quite valuable you think that the whippet would probably fetch about 200 gold on the market, and the statue of Taw would fetch about four hundred and fifty. All right, biggest change. Mm-hmm. Oop. Uh, and X and four fifty. You say? Mm-hmm. And it now the clock. You hear the clock up above strike two p.m. Dong, <laughs> dong. Okay, and so these we are leaving behind. But I'll make a note of them in case we decide we want to... Who took the Solidai? Me. Gorin has it. Okay, very good. Do you decide to try to shimmy up the 25 feet up the flowstone to the cliff above, or are you going to continue to the southeast, or just pack it up and go back home? I think southeast, right? What would cause Onward to have an aneurysm? (laughs) <laughs> no southeast for sure <laughs> you're muted dude in all probability the way up is right above that 25 foot cliff but uh <laughs> well we could always try and scarper that way if we have to come back this way we yeah, and, and, and again we don't want to go up we want to you know we want to find our way we want to find, find okay find 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 gene kill him okay um so can just in case, if if we can like retrieve that solidi without making it look too obvious, we went through that pile of crap there. In case someone does come by here and go, hey, wait a minute, someone move my my crate stuff. You know what I mean? Like, sure, my discarded pile of trash. Sure. Yeah. What are you gonna do with it? I'm sorry, Ted. Well, the idea is like, why would Gor- a Garalad walk through here and not pick up five solidi? Right? Maybe it's there as a as a tip that someone's gone through the room. Oh, I found five solidi. So if we can make the pile look like it's undisturbed. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, that's fine. Uh, Why don't you put uh, five like regular gold coins there? Maybe they shrunk. That's just crazy. Are Why you, would I do that? No, I'm doing not doing that. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right. Onward ta- is full on sprinting southward. <laughs> it was already a messy pile, so it doesn't take a turn to actually put it back. That's fine. Okay. You heading southeast now? Yes, and this is sloping down, you said. Yeah, so it begins to slope down um, almost immediately. 
at a at a at an angle. Um, is someone clicking a pen or something? Uh, sorry, that's me. Yeah, I'll stop. Just be careful. It's picking it up. All right, so you you start to move southeast, and after about let's see, uh, about one hundred and fifty feet, it turns to be directly south, so ninety degrees. After about three squares, okay. And let's see. Give me a sec. Okay. At this point, it starts to uh, go sharply, not sharply, but much more steeply downwards. All right. And it goes down for another 200 feet directly south. Oh, my God. This place is huge. Down, down, down. So 200 feet is one, two, three, four squares down to the south. Okay. And Sean, how, how steep is the decline that we're going to? Uh, it's, it's steeper than normal. Like it seems okay. to be uh, definitely going down. <laughs> a, a, a lot Nothing you have to like worry about like, whoa, 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 you know, anything like that. But, yeah, that's what um, but it, uh, but the tunnel starts to narrow as you uh, slowly starts to narrow until you get start to get really claustrophobic. And by the time you reach the end of that 200 feet, it's only about five feet wide and about five feet tall. So the tallest among you have to sort of duck your heads, Yoast on <laughs> rear. Um, yeah, and y'all definitely. And it's dripping with moisture around here now, like visibly dripping. It's much more humid here, okay? And... Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh, he's uh, happy. <laughs> Why is he laughing? Why is he son laughing? of a bitch. Why is he laughing <laughs> at 11.54, right? That's yeah, right. I don't know, exactly. Four-finger. I don't, okay. I don't think we're going to, to the plunger town right now. Um, okay, so at, at this point, right, after about 200 feet is, is, is moved down, you can see that there is, um, that the tunnel basically ends in a dead end. However, the ground opens up into a natural hole in the ground, right? And okay. the reason that you can, uh, well, first of all, you can see it. Second of all, Gorn and more. Are you got you guys are still in front? Yeah, I'm we're doing the, okay. the thing. Yeah. So you, don't you, try and goonies water slide us right over the waterfall. <laughs> no, 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 no. So so the quarter the quarter basically in front of you basically ends, but it ends in like a like <clears throat> basically the tunnel instead of like sloping downs just goes straight down. Right. And opens up into okay. like a five foot wide hole. Right. And uh, you can see that there is shining from the hole is definitely some heat signatures from below. Okay. Now okay. you know for you know for a fact that uh, by the time that you register the heat signatures, because they're not in your direct line of sight, you're just seeing the emanations come from from below the hole. That Lisbeth's lantern light has definitely gone, sh- shown into that hole. Do you understand you know what I'm saying? Yes. But every everything is very very quiet. When it when it triggers, Gorand, you take a deep inhalation, and you can smell the definitive rank wet smell of baboon fur and this is probably a good point to <laughs> stop <laughs> I <called> it. <laughs> the session <laughs> everything's very very quiet and dark but yeah you can smell baboons you brought wow. the grenades right is it <laughs> the only way to be sure yeah exactly <laughs> all right yeah well i think we found plunger town <laughs> I think we <laughs> Wow. But you uh, uh. if there's something down there, 
Who knows if there is, uh, it is likely that if they can sense light, they have sensed you. Right. Nah. I mean, that's one thing that we noticed about the baboons <laughs> is they were typically pretty just oblivious to most things. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. All right. So Fine. we'll we'll leave it there. Lots to discuss in the intervening <laughs> week. You can see David's <laughs> look of resignation. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me get the zoom he probably won't even be here next week just let him be <laughs> go in the mpc shield <laughs> david's like i don't even want to be here yeah. next week <laughs> oh, so oh i've got the flu it's, it's time to get, yeah. exactly look at okay. this way like we had sessions where we would make you know we'd map out like 60 feet and this time we've done thousands you have we're yeah. awesome. We're yeah. getting really good at this. You have mapped out a, a, a significant portion. You've traveled a long distance in these tunnels. It's kind of hard yeah. to get the breath of it, but yeah. Okay, we will pick no. it up next time where they are going to have to decide wow. what they are going to do in this very tense situation. Um, and in the meantime, uh, everyone, thank you so much for tuning into 3D6 Down the Line. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and please share amongst your friends if you've enjoyed this so far. And with that said, we will see you next time. Everyone have a great week. Take care. Bye. Thanks, Thank John. you, John. Good night.